All right, fish nerds. It's the best day of my life. And uh, the reason it's such a great day is because we are so lucky to have the world famous Paul Chomo. <laughs> world famous. Good from heavens. the hit podcast, Checking In with Chomo. <laughs> here today. Actually, Paul is the co-host of the and creator of the Varmint podcast, which happens to be my both my daughter's favorite podcast of all time and one of my top uh, shows that I love every week i never or every other week now i i never miss an episode thank uh, you I, I love it and whenever I, i'm like always like texting you i'm listening to paul i'm always like oh this is funny for me like it's so personal <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate that yeah welcome to the show thanks and we're um, both doing nanopodmo this month and so this is going to be we're, we're just kind of scratching each other's back here we're going to we're going to play this on your episode, and we're going to play this on my podcast. Double duty. I love <laughs> duty. it. And now the, the funny thing about this whole thing is, is, first of all, we're about halfway through National Podcast Posting Month. Um, are you enjoying doing it? I am, because yeah. I am doing something that I've never done before, and that's a solo podcast, and I was really scared. I didn't know if I could do a solo project and I'm gaining confidence and I'm actually like really having fun with it. Like about eight or nine episodes in, I really started like being comfortable with it and having fun with it. Yeah. It sounds like you, uh, I've been listening, listening to because I'm such a fan, but I'm, you're finding, <laughs> you're finding your voice. Yes. And you seemed comfortable on the mic on it. I'm digging it. And that's Thank um, you. your solo cut podcast is called checking in with Chomo and it's everywhere podcasts are found, right? Yes. Correct. And it's good. It's got a good drawing of you too, which is phenomenal. You have great hair in it. Yeah, the Phil, yeah. that's that is actually my hair and my actually my bow tie because I wear and whenever I have to wear a tie, it's a bow tie. And and uh, Phil Root is the guy who drew that, and he's super talented, really good guy. Super nerdy. So you have some news for us, Paul? I do. I can't wait. <laughs> so <laughs> this is from October thirtieth of this year, twenty nineteen. Uh, this was published in the New York Times. I'm going to be reading a lot of this directly from the article. All right, I'll interrupt you whenever appropriate. Sure. So the article was about, does eating fish make children smarter? Hmm. There is some evidence that eating fish might make children smarter. In two reviews of data from 44 studies, researchers have concluded that eating seafood during pregnancy and childhood is associated with improved importance improved performance on tests of mental skills that's interesting i'm gonna stop you for a second because sure. a, because the fish eating guidelines uh because of of the amount of mercury in our waters recommends that pregnant women and children don't eat very much fish yes so maybe they, mercury makes them smart <laughs> <laughs> well uh, i'll continue but they actually did just update uh i forget what the agency is that that said that pregnant women should not eat too, you know, fish, too much fish because of the mercury thing. And they mm -hmm. just updated that and said, okay, well, maybe some is fine. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's like the coffee thing. Like it's good for you one week and it's not good for you the next week. So right now, as of October 30th, 2019, yes, pregnant mothers should eat fish, but they should be careful. It could be beneficial for them and their, their children. Right. And honestly, no one's eating enough fish where mercury is, not no one. Most people aren't eating enough fish where mercury is a problem anyway. Right, you have to exactly. eat an awful lot of fish. Yeah. So the analyses included 29 studies with 102,944 mother-child pairs. So a large, large group of people there. And 15 reports on 25,031 children under 18. It's a big study. It's a big study. 
almost all of the studies on seafood consumption during pregnancy and lactation reported beneficial outcomes for children, including five that found that compared to children of mothers who ate no seafood, those whose mothers ate more than 12 ounces of seafood a week had significantly higher verbal IQ scores. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's remarkable. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Wow. Uh, in children, the benefits of eating seafood were apparent as early as 14 months old. And the studies variously found that seafood eaters have lower risk of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Wow. They have better school grades and higher IQ by as much as 9.5 points compared with their peers who ate no fish. Right. Now, I wonder if there's any like control like for socioeconomic background, um, or like there's got to be some other variables. Like how do you control all the stuff that goes into a kid's face when they're little? I, I don't know. It did, the, the article really didn't specify that and I couldn't find the studies. Yeah, you listen to but that. Yeah, you're right. That's fake New York Times. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so th this goes along with what you were saying. Pregnant women have been advised to avoid eating fish high in mercury, such as tuna and swordfish. Three of the studies that included data on mercury content reported that the beneficial effect was present even with elevated levels of mercury. So even though they're mad as a hatter, they're really smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could be crazy and smart. <laughs> yeah. And this lead author, his name is Tom Brenna. He said that not only did we find very positive results in most studies, but we found no adverse effects even at the highest levels of consumption. Typically, the bigger the fish, the more mercury there is in the fish, right? Right. The mercury aggregates in the meat of the fish over time. So, yeah, so that you, do, you get like a higher percentage per pound or per ounce. Right. And nearly all fish and selfish, shellfish have some mercury in them. Yeah. And, and mercury comes um, mainly from air pollution, so from acid rain. Oh. And oh, that's, wow. And that's why you're going to find, like, even okay, in the most pristine that. mountain pond or in the ocean or whatever, you're going to find mercury everywhere because it's not getting there from what's called point pollution. Point pollution is like pollution that happens, like, from, like, when you can see a sewage plant dumping water, you know, dumping crap in a, in a river. Sure. That's point. You can point at who the cause is. With air pollution and acid rain... It's not called non-point pollution. You can't point at a specific person or company who's causing the problem. So non-point right. pollution. Right. Those I, are real things. No, I believe you. And I like that you said dumping crap because that is going to be <laughs> – we're going to get into that. I know. I'm very purposeful in my <laughs> So just a couple little things that I want to tack on to the end of that. Sure. Some of the most commonly eaten fish that are low in mercury are shrimp, canned-like tuna, salmon, pollock, and catfish. Right. So. Small fish. And if you want to eat seafood that is fished or farmed in ways that support a healthy ocean, you can visit the Monterey Bay Aquarium's website and go to the Seafood Watch section, and that will help you make wise choices when it comes to seafood. You can also get a fishing license and find out what the rules are for fishing in your area and catch your own fish. Yeah, and if you're going to eat wild fish that you catch, eat the small ones uh, because they're going to yeah. have less mercury per ounce in their meats. So... You know, you don't have to eat the trophy fish. You can eat the, you eat their babies. Eat They're, the babies. <laughs> <laughs> the advice today from the varmints is eat baby animals. Eat the babies. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, cute animals are the most dangerous. You might as well eat the babies anyway. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's really interesting news. I, yeah. I find it it's it's so interesting whenever you're looking at, at stories like this that contradict what we know or we think we know about about fish or about eating, uh, and and we see it all the time. You ta- you mentioned the coffee thing earlier. Yeah. You hear it with chocolate. You hear it with wine. One week it's good for you, the next week it's bad for you. Right. So it, it's really fascinating to see this. Uh, but I'm, I'm always a fan of encouraging people to eat more fish. Uh, and the neat thing about fish, and I don't know if you think about this very often, is it's the only wild food we still have in, in um, restaurants and we have in supermarkets. There's no other animal that you're buying wild food from. Yeah, wow. You, know, I, you just don't think about that. But yeah, think it's about true. It. Which, which makes the choices you make for what you're going to eat more important. So we need to really always be yeah. thinking about what oh, we're eating point. and why we're eating it. Yeah, because, you know, we're not eating cows. Unless you're eating Atlantic salmon, then it's, it might as well be <laughs> tilapia. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, tilapia. Uh, you know, it's, it, tilapia is super good. <laughs> it, I, it's fine. It, it's fine. It tastes it's like, like nothing. <laughs> you bread it and fry it, it's good. You just drown it in spices and sauces, and it's fine. That's most fish. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I think I told you before, is like the, the happy medium in our house is flounder. Because it's, oh, it's mild enough for my wife, but it's fishy enough for me. Like, I like my fish to taste like fish. Right. So you're not a very good American, right? No, most, not most at all. Most Americans, the biggest complaint about fish, like I, I work as a bartender and a server at one of, my, one of my side hustles, and I serve fish to people, and if they complain about it, the biggest complaint about fish is, um, sir, is it, yes, uh, this fish tastes like fish. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yep, it sure does, because you know, I'm going to tell you a secret. It's fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not a good example because I, I regularly eat sardines and I like anchovies. They're good. Sure. And they're good for you. Yeah. Super good. So yeah, eat those guys. Or ba- you know, again, those are baby fish, right? So less mercury yeah. per, per animal. So go for it. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks for the fish in the news. We're going to put a link up to this story uh, in the show notes and you can find Paul at... Um, checking in with chomo <laughs> i listen on spotify but you can listen wherever you get your podcast we're, awesome. we're everywhere now we we took about a week but we're everywhere now yeah and you can, i'm everywhere now hey, look at you you're big time nah you're getting tens of listeners nah. <laughs> yeah no you're you're not far off you're you're just about right I'm not. Yeah, well, it, it's a ama- people who do who listen to podcasts regularly may not they may not know this that the truth is is in most cases nobody is listening uh, to yeah. a podcast, uh, it's you, you're when you're when you when you're a fan of an independent podcast, you're usually one of only a very small number of people who really get it, and yeah. so it makes you as a listener more important to us as producers than anything. Yeah, there there's still loads of what is a podcast people out there. Yeah, loads of them. It's surprising. Yeah, surprising. All right, well that's the fish news. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, and we're going to mix both shows together. We're going to jump right in and do your show. Yeah, this is the Checking In with Chomo part, where every week we, uh, or not every week, but every day for this month, we, uh, you know, we answer questions, we check voicemail. And one of the questions that came in was from a guy named Clay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. And, yeah, and his exact words were, <laughs> I want to hear a story about an embarrassing poop or fart. Ah. Have you have you ever pooped your pants as an adult? I must have been drinking when I asked <laughs> that question. And you said you had a story too. I do. I, you know, it's funny because this happens to me more time than I care to admit. 
Sure. Uh, but the most, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So then my most recent embarrassing pooping moment, I'm going to just kind of, so this actually happened last January. Okay. I work as a uh, fishing guide and one of my big side hustles, my, my big part of my business is ice fishing charters. So I have ice fishing shack on a little <clears throat> bay or on a pond and clients meet me out there. I take them fishing, we catch fish. And my routine in the morning, I, if I have a 6 a.m. fishing trip, I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and have three cups of coffee because three is the magic number for moving my shh. What's the word I'm looking yeah, for? Get, getting the logs rolling. Yeah, I got to move the logs out. I got <laughs> I got to get rid of the turtle heads. I got to I got to <laughs> clean out my system before I hit the ice because if I don't, <laughs> then I've got to poop on the ice, and that it's, it's, it's not a good thing. Like directly on the ice? Uh, well, I can. Uh, I wish it was true. I, I might tell you her story too. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> this is funny stuff. So, so I had this client meeting me out there. They it was a seven a.m. fishing trip, and it's, we go to a place called Danforth Bay, which is a resort, and the resort has bathrooms that open at eight a.m. My client's <laughs> meeting me at seven. I forgot to get up early that day. I was up there before, so I got up late. On the way to the fishing spot, I had my three cups of coffee. <clears throat> so it's 6.30. I'm on the ice. Client's arriving a half an hour. And I can feel the coffee working. And I'm an old man. When the coffee works, it works. There's no yeah. – you can't turn back. No. You can't undo the coffee. No. And you can't wait for later. There's no later. <laughs> no. <laughs> later is a disaster. <laughs> so I, I, I get on my snowmobile and I race to the, to the resort um, off the lake um, to see if the bathrooms are open. There's a, there's a bathroom there, but they don't open until 8 o'clock. And I'm, now we're looking at pushing 645. Clients arriving at 7. Now, clients are paying me hundreds of dollars to go fishing. Okay. So I can't take a poop break. Because they're paying me so much money for my time. My time has right. to belong to them, not to my bowels. They don't own my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no choice, no plan. I've got to figure this out. I get to the lodge. It's <clears throat> locked up tight. There's no place to go. So I, I jump in my Jeep, and I start driving around the neighborhood and realize all the convenience stores are closed. And the neighborhood, by the way, we're oh. in the middle. I live in the White Mountains, Paul, of New Hampshire. There's two stores within 10 miles of where I'm at. There's no bathrooms. And I'm dying now. Like I am <laughs> eyes watering. It's <laughs> seven. Clients almost there. You're afraid to sneeze. I'm afraid to yeah, sneeze. <laughs> I blink too hard. It's gonna be terrible. I don't wanna I don't wanna make a mess of my pants because the client <clears throat> is coming. If you smell like poo all day, you get less tips. <laughs> yeah. not, I won't tell you how I know that. Now so I, I drive back to the resort and I'm like really in a panic now. And I, I, I'm going to drive around the corner and I'm going to find a giant. Now our, our snow, you don't have snow in Florida. No, but, not at all. But when it snows up here, we, the snow plows pile snow up into these like 15 or 20 foot long mountain tile mountains of snow. So I drive on the other side of one of them and I, I'm dying now. I park my Jeep. I run around the front of the Jeep, I drop my drawers, and I poop on the road <laughs> right in front of my Jeep. Like this huge steaming pile of horrible 
peanuts and oh, no. corn and all the everything you expect. It's great. It just feels so good. And I look up, <clears throat> there's a video camera. Oh no. Because it's a resort. Oh it's staring no. right at me. And I'm sitting there right in front of my Jeep by the license plate, taking a shit, excuse my language, <laughs> in the middle of a resort on the road like a dog <laughs> and i couldn't have been happier about it <laughs> so then the, then the next problem is i just pooped i don't have toilet paper so oh i'm not going to tell you what i did i'm all going to say is i ended up being commando uh the rest of the day oh i yeah i used to work outside and i i've had to sacrifice a sock before it wasn't a sock but yeah <laughs> <laughs> So that was, and then I, so I, I cleaned up, I, I got back to my snow machine, snowmobile, and I got back on the lake just as the client arrived, <clears throat> and they had no idea. Until, wow. Unless they're listening to this podcast. And then, <laughs> and then they know. <laughs> That's my most recent uh, poop-tastrophe. <clears throat> Tastrophe, is that a word? So, it is yeah. now. It is now. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was really fun. All right. Shall I tell mine? I, of course. Okay. So my, I mean, I've had little accidents here and there, um, yeah, but my sharks. big sharts. Yeah. I, I mean, as recently as like last week, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. So, but the major one happened about 20 years ago. So my, my kids were little then we had them potty trained at a very, very, very young age, like before they were two years old and they were also very, don't brag. No, I'm, I'm trying not to. But they were also very <laughs> verbal. They could communicate really, really well. Because they ate fish. Because they ate fish. Yeah. <laughs> that day, we didn't eat fish. We ate buffalo wings at oh, a restaurant God. in Fort Myers, which is about, you know, maybe 20 miles away. Because it, we didn't have any groceries, and we wanted to just get some dinner and then go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. So we went to the grocery store. The bathrooms are in the front. The, the part of the grocery store we were in was in the very back. So we were geographically as far away as the, uh, uh, you know, as far away from the bathroom as we could be. Now, in this store 20 years ago, there was a man who worked at the cash register and his name was John. And John had some sort of physical disability where he could only kind of use one arm. And he had very, very he had very unique ways of moving his body so that he could, you know, turn around and give you your change or take your money and then bag things if he had to. And so he, he just, and he was tall and he was skinny and he was just, he just stuck out and everybody knew who John was. So we're in the back of the store. That's just a little back, a little background. So we're in the back of the store and I, I start cramping up. And my guts start making like a Chewbacca noise. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I have about a gallon of liquid poo oh that gosh. needs to come out. So that's when my son says, Daddy, I got to go to the bathroom. He's <laughs> yeah, two years old. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. He, and I was like, oh, crap. I can't do this. My, I have to take him with me. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> so we get up to the front of the store. I'm clinching the whole time. Oh, and I'm, yeah. carrying, I'm carrying this kid who also has to go to the bathroom. And I'm thinking, how, what, how am I going to do this? Because, I mean, either way, he's going to have to stand there and watch daddy take a poo. 
Oh, that's the worst. Uh, so we get in the bathroom and there's one stall mm-hmm. and it's off to my left. And guess who is in the stall? You can tell just from the crack in the door. It's John. Oh, and he's sitting on the toilet. I know he's going to take a while because John doesn't move very quickly. Right. He's only got one usable arm. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of us who are good at poop and use two arms. Yeah, exactly. And you know how when <laughs> you was, get to... That was insensitive. I mean, I apologize. No, but it's true. <laughs> and you know how when you get... The closer you get to a bathroom, the more you have to go. Like mm. your body says, oh, it's go time. Yeah, that's conditioning, classical conditioning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm carrying my son. I look over to the left. He's in the stall. In front of me is a urinal and a sink. And then to my right is a trash can. Oh, you can got to choose. And oh, a, God. A trash can and a paper towel dispenser. Sophie's choice. <laughs> so I put my son down. Mm-hmm. Did I you grab. You? <laughs> I shuck my shorts down. I grab the trash can. Oh, God. <laughs> I, unleash, <laughs> I unleash all hell. Oh my God. And Clay, I got the trash can. I got the floor. I got the wall behind me. Uh-huh. I, I did not get a drop on myself. Congratulations. I was proud of that. Yeah. And the paper towels were right there. Perfect. So I could, I could clean up uh-huh. and get out of there. Right. Meanwhile, my son is standing there watching me. In horror. In, in horror because I'm just violating every rule I've ever told him about going mm-hmm. to the bathroom. Right. You actually had a rule about pooping in trash cans? No, but no, I mean, well, now you, you, do. Know, <laughs> you, you, you go to potty on the toilet, right? That's what you teach your kids. And I just went in the trash can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I got to get the hell out of this bathroom. So I scoop up my son and I get out of there. And uh, <laughs> all the while, not all the while. Well, no, I get him back there pretty quick to his mom and, and his and, and his sister. Right. Because that's one of the situations where you have to get out of it as fast as you can. Yeah. Because you don't want anyone catching you. Yeah. And you so broke he, every law. I broke you, every law. Yeah. And I've left a mess. <laughs> so we get back to where he was. I'm not even thinking. And he goes, Daddy, I still have to go to the bathroom. Oh, God. And I thought, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? You walk in the bathroom and go, who the hell did this? Oh, <laughs> Clay, even better. I go in the bathroom. There is John, who has uh-huh. come out of the stall. There are these two guys who are baggers who are in there, all three of them are gagging and puking. <laughs> and they're trying to clean up this mess from the garbage can. From and they're, wav- they're waving me off. They're like, no, don't come in here. Don't come in here. Don't come in here. Someone broke the bathroom. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> jerk. So now I got to take my son back to his mom at the back of the store. Now, uh, the second trip back to the store, my son is going, Daddy, why'd you poop in the trash can? That's a good question. Well, why'd you poop in the trash can, Dad? <laughs> You're a bad man, Dad. <laughs> so I, I took him back to his mom. I said, look, you got to take this kid potty. I'll keep an eye on Bailey for a minute, my daughter. Right. But you got to take care of him. You got to take him to the women's room because right now I'm a wanted man. <laughs> and we can never return to this restaurant. And we can again. never return to the store. It was the grocery store. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst. So took him to the bathroom, uh, came back, and I was like, I'm going to wait in the car. And I ran out of that store. Yeah. Because even back then, there were like security cameras. It was little black balls that hang from the ceiling. Yeah. I, I got out of there. Oh, someone yeah. knows. Daddy, why'd you poop in the trash can? It's a great, 
That should be the, your title of your episode. I think that will be the title of the episode. <laughs> Daddy, why did you poop in the trash can? Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I could probably do 30 stories in my adult life of poop tragedies. I have a handful. I have a handful for sure. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking, uh, you have a, do you have a, a call-in number for your show? I do. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the Fish Nerds call-in number. If you want to call the Fish Nerds and leave your poop story, uh, 607-378-FISH is our number. And if you sent to me, I'll forward it to Paul. It's easy to remember that way. Yes. Um, but you can also call Paul's number if he has it and send it on to him and share yes. your poop stories. I and mean, we know we need like a, you could do a whole podcast on this, Paul. Like, oh, you really could. Like it could be like poop group therapy. <laughs> poop, therapy. <laughs> poop group therapy. Yeah. <laughs> or or maybe, maybe group poop. Group poop therapy podcast. Welcome to the group poop therapy podcast. <laughs> We want to hear about grown people's pooping problems. Oh, man. With your hosts, Paul Chomo and Clay Gross, <laughs> experts on pooping. You know that podcast already exists, probably. Uh, everything already. It has there, to. There are so many podcasts. If not, though, I'm buying a domain. <laughs> so the voicemail number for my podcast is 941-315-6985. You can leave a voicemail and you can tell me your poop story. And if you want me to keep you anonymous, I will keep you anonymous and I will forward it on to Clay, who will also keep it anonymous. Now, will you do voice uh, changing technology? Hello, uh, I'm the guy who pooped in my shorts. You know what? If I can figure that out, I will. Either that or I'll just tell the story and, and keep the person anonymous. But that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it'd be really fun to distort their voice a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Put the pic pixelate their voice. <laughs> <laughs> So I should tell you the other way we poop on the ice. <laughs> and, I'm, and this will not make it onto the Fish Nerds podcast. This will be, okay. this is illegal in most states. Um, you poop in the hole, don't you? Well, I don't. <laughs> my, because there's been an incident where my aim wasn't good enough to hit an aim's <laughs> hole. So, so, so this is true though. We have a five gallon bucket with a toilet seat attached to the lid. Oh, right? okay, yeah. We drill an eight inch hole in the ice and we stick the bucket <laughs> on the hole in the ice. And then the goal is, now the bucket is about a 12 inch diameter hole and sure. the ice hole is about six. Now my daughter, Zoe, has perfect aim. So she, you have to put your asshole over the ice hole. Yeah, that's right. But she can, she can drop a deuce Right into the ice hole, right? <laughs> and it, you know, it's, and it's fine. It jumps the water, no problem. When, when I do it, oh. it hits the side of the bucket, it hits the side of the ice hole, and it was like this brown patch on the lake. If you see a brown patch on a frozen lake, don't fish there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> You know, that's what they say on construction sites because I'm, I'm my regular job is in the construction field and they tell you if you're on a construction site and you see an empty room with a spackle bucket in the middle of it and you kick it and it's empty, don't open it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't they rent? They, I never mind. There's so much no, they, they can... do. They rent porta potties and sometimes they get gross and, and sometimes people have emergencies like you and me and they got to go. So they go. Yeah. And nothing says poop like a spackle bucket. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Paul, I'm so glad we had this talk. That was fun. It's been so helpful. I'm loving the idea of this group poop therapy podcast, though. I'm, <laughs> I just quit my job. I have time. 
I'll see if something exists. I'm sure it has to. Oh, it was marvelous. So how do you want to close this? Do you want to do your closing and then I do my closing? Or how, does this, how do you want to do this? You do your closing. I'll mix mine in at the end. All right. Fair enough. Right. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> that's it? That's, my, that's how I close the podcast. Chomo out. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> sure. <laughs>